It is quite a house. It wants someone who'll fit in with its history. Regrettably, such people aren't always rich, and so I had to advertise it for a very silly little sum. Are there any problems with it? asked Sarah. Problems? He stared at her sharply. Now, I don't want some silly girl who'll be frightening herself half to death with the ghosts. That sort of thing won't do at all. I meant damp, wiring, plumbing... Oh, he relaxed a little against the upholstery. Well, let's see. The wiring is probably a bit old now, but I'm assured it's quite safe. The cellar is a little damp in the north corner. That's the tree roots, but I don't believe in cutting down trees, so I patch and make do. I don't think it will flood. But keep your vegetables to the southeast if you don't want them sprouting. Incidentally, one of the rooms will be kept locked. I can't keep my paintings and things in the cellar because of the damp, so I'll move them all to the back room on Mother's side. You'll have the key, of course. It will be your house. Sarah's eyebrows had risen slightly at the mention of Mother, as she mentally whisked into existence a woman still more ancient than the old man in front of her, an etched and tiny crone with straggling wisps of brushed white hair. I also intend to let it furnished, he continued. I can't be doing putting all my fine old pieces into some storage unit, and the climate in the Mediterranean would ruin them all. No, they belong in the house. Do you have furniture? Not much. She was unsure of the best response now that she knew she passionately wanted this house and felt it was already her home. Would her lack of belongings show a lack of affection for furniture in general? I used to. So you sold up, eh? I, I was in America. It was too expensive to bring it back to England. Ah, horrible stuff, American furniture anyway. The trees spring up there overnight. Now European wood, especially the northern European wood that grows slowly as wood should... Sarah was beginning to feel dizzy, wondering how to reconcile his love of trees with his passion for old wood. Anyway, that's just as well. I couldn't abide some cheap, tawdry stuff being squashed in with all my old pieces. It will be your house, he added again. But all the same, it's its own as well, and wants respecting. Now, the marble in the hallway you'll have to be careful of when you wash it. Mother broke her hip there in 1978, and I haven't entirely trusted it since. The lobby is the best place to keep cooking apples in the winter. It stays properly cold. The rest of the house has modern heating, but it must never be too high. The bedroom and my studio, that was Mother's bedroom, have fireplaces, and, of course, this room. As the interview or monologue continued on the house's various foibles and curiosities, Sarah grew more and more certain that, as he kept repeating, it would be hers. She was startled at three o'clock to hear him say, Right, let me see you to the door. I've lots of people to see still. I'll write to you in a week when I'm done with all the interviews and let you know. Now, in September, here she sat in what was already her armchair, learning the dimensions of the walls and studying the piles of boxes before her. She had not seen the landlord again. Everything after the interview had been conducted in writing. In her hand, she held a letter of welcome and detailed instructions on every appliance and room, and in the dim light of the lamp, 
she savoured every word. At the bottom was a postscript. I would naturally prefer that you do not hold any parties. That said, it has to be your house, after all. A party? It could not be a housewarming party. That would be an insult to the house, which was warm with life already, but a new inhabitant party. For so long she had entertained in a tiny, shabby London flat, or in a New York bedsit. It wouldn't, she hastily added to herself, be a noisy affair, or a drunken one. A sedate, slightly tipsy, maybe, drinks party, to meet people. It's only fair, she thought, that I'd be able to invite people back to my house. House music echoed down the marble corridor, mixing with the babble and shriek of voices. Four people spun each other around the lounge in a mixture of club dancing, rock and roll and ballroom. In one kitchen, the overhead light blinded...